Good morning and welcome to Just Jess Podcast Morning Motivation, the bite-sized show that covers one topic in depth, where we will explore mindsets, motivation, success, love, and laughter. You're only one podcast away from a better you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Just Jess Podcast. I am your host, Miss Jessica Fagans, and I am also known as Jonty Fabia and better known as your girl, Just Jess. It's Monday, <laughs> and we have made it through the weekend, and yes, it went by too fast, right? Because it seemed like it was just Friday, and I just told y'all goodbye. <laughs> And here I am again telling y'all good morning. <laughs> but nonetheless, we are here. We made it. We we are amongst the living and we are not amongst the dead. Lord, we thank you. Uh, and we got another chance to just get it right. Um, and that's always going to be uh, the blessing. And I promise you, um, life is hard. I know. Uh, but we will get through life. We will get through this thing that we call life together because life just throws whatever it wants at us. It does whatever it wants to us and it reacts. Um, And sometimes it doesn't react. Um, It just does whatever, right? And we just have to live accordingly uh, with what we have and what uh, he has provided for us. And with that being said, uh, we don't get through it. (laughs) We ain't got no other choice, right? We got to get through what we need to get through. Um, Just a quick reminder, you guys, I am here weekdays. I start exactly at 5 a.m. You can catch me on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, TuneIn Alexa, Kindle, and SoundCloud. I also have a website. It is www.justjust.com. And I have social media. It's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys continue to like, continue to subscribe, uh, to subscribe. Okay. Um, yeah, it's Monday and, um, I'm a little, I'm calm this morning. Um, um, it's cold. (laughs) Um, I was very upset on Friday because, um, I love rain. But y'all know I got a new car, right? (laughs) And so it rained all day Friday. Um, But when I had left work that morning, it was not raining. It was a little windy, but it wasn't raining. Um, But as I sat at work and looked out my window, the rain just kept coming, 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 coming. And so I typically go to lunch around 1230 and I I got ready to go to lunch and I opened up the door and I could not even go outside because it was raining so bad. So I ended up, cause I like to go outside during my lunchtime and kind of sit in my car. Maybe I'll go get me um, something from the, you know, the gas station or whatever, but I had to sit in my car and it rained. So in my mind, I'll, I'm saying, okay, it, it'll stop by the time I get off at four 30. It was raining when I got off at 4.30. And this is the this is the crazy part. It was not just sprinkling. It was pouring down rain. And so I had to run out. I had on my, now listen, I'm not materialistic. <laughs> but y'all, I had on my Gucci slides, right? Because, you know, it's dressed down Friday. My Gucci sandals. I had just had on my, uh, everything I had on was new. And so long story short, it all got saturated and wet. And then I got in my car soaking wet. I was 
angry. I was so angry. And then I had to go pick up my daughter. Um, and when I tell you it was flooded, I mean, we were seeing cars flooded on the side of the road. I mean, it was terrible. And I, they didn't give me the alerts until I got home. So I had no idea which way to go home and how to avoid the flood. And it was just a terrible thing. And so the whole time that I'm in all of this, you know, this rain, I'm praying, Lord, please don't let my car um, get flooded. Please, please don't. And as I'm saying that people just, you know, riding by splashing water. I mean, I was just furious and I just said, I'm over it. Take me home and let me just get in my bed. And so with that, I knew that it was going to be a cold front and I knew it was going to be cold and y'all it's cold. <laughs> and I know, you know, we're Florida um, and we don't typically get cold, cold, cold. I've been some places where it was freezing, where it was snow. You got to wear about three or four shirts. You got to wear a big old igloo light jacket and hoodies and all this other foolishness. And but it was it was cold this weekend. And so I um I just I was so worried. And so y'all already know I got up um because because they said it was gonna rain the whole weekend, but it did not. So what I did, me and my honey, we got up and y'all know I took my baby to be washed. You, I, she she knew she got to be she and she white. So I had to go clean her up and wash her up and get all that filth of the dirt and rain and everything off of her. Um, but I just thank God for his mercy. If, if that's what he wanted to happen the weekend, he did the darn thing. We, we you know, we rained and, and we needed that rain um, and we needed it to be a little cool because. Uh, Florida get real hot. Now, how long we going to stay hot? I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm again, I'm so glad to be here with you guys. I just want to tell you a little bit about my little uh, and what else happened on the weekend? Oh, nothing really. Uh, we just did regular things. We uh, uh, helped out a family member um, at, a, at a, a funeral. But other than other than that, we we just kind of chilled at home and uh, we just enjoyed e each other and you know, had breakfast on Sunday. Uh, and that was it. We just kind of, you know, we relaxed and did what we needed to do. And it just wasn't enough time. I, we just need four days instead of um, uh, two days on the weekend. <laughs> but I'm so glad to be able to be here with you guys um, again and to to make this thing happen. Um, it's come to the best part of the show, uh, the best part of waking up, the best thing since sliced bread it's the affirmation time. Y'all already know what it is. It's affirmation time. It's that time we got to speak over, <laughs> over ourselves. Yes, we do. We need, oh, you know what? I, I wanted to ask you guys, y'all let me know. I am a perfume connoisseur. Uh, yeah, I gave myself that name. I love fragrances. And so me and my honey, uh, we were in the mall on what day we went? Saturday. I think it was Saturday. And they have this new um uh what was the um what was the fragrance I wanted? Uh the Gucci floor. I wanted the Gucci floor. I already have the regular Gucci, but I wanted the Gucci floor and I just didn't want to pay that price for it. So then the young lady got me into Valentino. Y'all, I had never smelt the Valentino and I bought it. And when I tell y'all, it smells delightful. Y'all tell me what your favorite fragrances because I love fragrances and I have so many. And I followed behind somebody and went and bought that darn Tiffany, that Tiffany blue child. Tiffany do not smell good to me. But what I really want, y'all, excuse me, what I really want, and I, I'm not ready to spend that money, is that Baccarat. 
Um, I, I have it, but it's expensive. It is expensive. And if you're not careful, you'll, you'll, um, use it all up. And so that's what happened to me. Um, I got it and I used it all up. And so now I want some more, but it's expensive, y'all. Y'all go look it up. Baccarat Rouge 500. It, it costs you about, about near four, $500 unless you buy the little small ones. And they're like a hundred and something dollars. But I went through that so quick. And I, I just I, pray for your weaker sister because it smells so good. It is delightful. Um, but y'all tell me what your favorite fragrance is. Um, those are my two right now. I love the, the Valentino and the Baccarat. Those are my the top quality ones that I like that are that last all day. Um, I want something that's going to um, hold me from sun up to sundown. I want you to still tell me I smell good at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> All right, you guys, enough of that. Let me get to the, the best part, and it is affirmation time. I have my water. Yep, no tea. Got my water and my mirror, and I am ready to rock and roll. But before I do that, it's affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. Hey, affirmation time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here we go. Today, I will be in control of my emotions and not let them control me. Mm, mm, mm. Let me say that again. Today, I will be in control of my emotions and not let them control me. I complained to my mother about wanting to look less like myself and more like my friends. My mother then gave me a lesson in embracing my differences and loving them despite what others said let me say that again I complained to my mother about wanting to look less like myself and more like my friends my mother then gave me a lesson in embracing my differences and loving them despite what others said that came from none other than he was one of my first crushes when he first came out I, I just was so crazy about this this man um but this came from none other than Scott Leo Tay Diggs. See, y'all ain't even know his name was Scott Leo. Scott Leo, and we call him Tay Diggs. He is an American actor. He is known for his roles in the Broadway musicals Rent, Hedwig, and The Angry Inch, and the TV series Private Practice and All America. American. The films How Stella Got Her Groove Back, Brown Sugar, The Best Man, and its sequel, and The Best Man Holiday. And he also had Till Death Do us part but the best one for me i'm a going back to 2002 y'all already know his name was dre ellis oh i love this movie do you understand me brown sugar yes i do he said one minute you talking about you 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 want things to change and the next minute you talking about you want things to say the same he was talking about his old girl sydney oh mr Nathan. yes lord i love that movie as you can see i know it by heart <laughs> I love this young man, but he said the darn thing. He said, I complained to my mother about wanting to look less like myself and more like my friends. My mother then gave me a lesson. Mm -hmm, she better had her in embracing my differences and loving them despite what others says. And that brings me to my topic today. And my topic is a personal one. Um, It's one that um, a lot of people don't like to touch on because a lot of people don't may not even know that they are going through this or that they 
have this. Um, but it's something that um, as I was going through my process of, of, of figuring out who and what I was and trying to get where I needed to be, this is, was one of the things that I had to work on. And so today's topic is none other than emotional clutter. A lot of people suffer from emotional uh, clutter, the hardships of clutter. So this life can cause a lot, right? A lot of turmoil, right? It Life makes it difficult sometimes for us to keep up and to keep track. But when we're faced with adversities, we're also faced with a number of choices, emotions, and thoughts, and not only thoughts, but thoughts that can cloud the way or otherwise make it so hard sometimes for us to process who we are, life itself. But if we want to live a happier life, okay, if you want to live a healthier life, and more importantly, if you want to live a fulfilled life, what we have to do, y'all, we have to learn how to declutter our emotional space. And that is very important. And it was something that I, I still work on. I am not all the way there, but I am, I'm better than what I was. We have to work on our emotional space and we have to get back to the root of who we are and what we want. Okay. That's it. Getting back to where you need to get to be where you need to be at. I'm sorry. You have to declutter your emotions. So signs that your life is emotionally cluttered, right? You ever feel like you're like a, you like you're at sea sometimes uh, with no direction or no purpose, not even maybe not the sea, but maybe you um on a on a highway and you have no sense of direction, you have absolutely nowhere of knowing where you're going. You're struggling and you just don't have the sense of direction or purpose because you're struggling with negative patterns. And, and the fact that you're, you're dealing with the negative patterns, you're, you're dealing with them and it's hard for you to cope with what's going on in your life. And that further complicates the fact that people who may be your loved ones or friends or coworkers um, have to deal with you because you have no direction in your life. And all the signs that you're dealing with emotional clutter is there, but only you have the power to recognize it and to correct it because other people have no idea what's going on with you because you are lost. You have gotten lost in all of that clutter, clutter, emotional clutter. Now there is what they call a numbing behavior. Okay. Um, numbing behavior. Uh, let me, let me kind of uh, make you understand what that means. You, you know how, when you get alcohol sometimes, and you'll drink the alcohol because you're trying to numb things that's going on in your life. Or you may, if, if you're on drugs, you may do drugs because you don't want to think about what you got going on in your life. Um, some people get addicted to these things because they're trying to numb the behaviors of their life because they are running from deeper issues that is going on in, the, in their life. And when you're unhappy, you'll do anything to try to mask that negative emotion, okay? And sometimes this does include, like I just said, numbing the pain or distracting yourself um, through toxic behaviors and relationships that either undermine who you are or that is no good for your well-being, okay? Uh, emotional clutter, the hardship 
of emotional clutter. So you might say, well, what is it? A never ending list of shoulds. That's what it is. A never ending list of shoulds. Okay. All those things that you should have done that you did not do. Okay. All the regrets for all those missed opportunities in your past. Unfinished, unfinished business, pretty much. Oh, I forgot to email that person. Oh, I forgot to call this person back. Oh, my God, I forgot to pay this bill. Oh, I owe so-and-so. I forgot to get them their money back. Unfinished business. Worration, worrying about things that may never happen. Uh, uh, grumbling and criticizing yourself. Okay, these are just some of the, the habits that, that, and I'm talking about myself, that I have gone through or sometimes it's been hard to get through, right, which kept me stagnant, kept me in a, in a mental blockage, kept me emotionally cluttered, striving for perfectionism, keeping me emotionally cluttered, then beating myself up for not doing what I said I was going to do, or maybe failing to achieve something that I really wanted to achieve. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you some of the things that has happened to me. I know all about this because I'm still a work in progress because I still have emotional clutter. We all have some type of emotions that we do not always deal with effectively. Okay. And these type of emotions can affect your life and not only affect you, but it can affect your loved ones in so many ways. So emotions, they guide us. Okay. They guide our lives. It's, it's, it's evident. We have emotions because we have to have them. Okay. We wouldn't have a sense of direction if we did not have emotions. It is worth looking at the, it's, it, I'm sorry. It is worth looking at the way emotions guide your life. Primary emotions are our first emotional reaction. And what these do, they are often followed by a more defended secondary emotion. And sometimes we are only uh, consciously aware of the secondary emotion, okay? And I learned this. Y'all already know I, I go to Google uh, University. Uh, this refers to the anger that covers up feeling hurt or you may be embarrassed um, overpowering uh, your embarrassment may overpower your your sense of, of feelings or sadness or anxiety masking a deeper fear. These are just some of the emotions that come with the clutter that sometimes guide our lives. These emotional responses directly influence what will happen next in our interaction, especially when we're interacting with the world and others. And it's often um, sometimes more hidden, okay? Remember I just said about that secondary emotion, uh, that becomes emotional clutter. It, it makes it harder to solve problems and it makes it harder to make the right decisions, okay? We are not often aware of how deep of a layer of feelings that we have, especially when we just keep laying everything the situations and circumstances on when you're not dealing with a circumstances then you jump into another situation then you go to another and you just layer it's like layering lasagna or you know however you layer cake or whatever and you're not dealing with it yet these emotions are so powerful powerful in such a way 
that it affects your lives. But what you're doing is you're, you're making it ineffective because it's cluttering your thoughts and your emotions because you're not dealing with it. All right. Prime example. I didn't deal with a lot of things for a lot of years because I didn't know how to deal with it. So what I did was allow everything to just keep being layered on. Okay. Emotions, losing who I was, uh, completely disconnected from people. You know, um, like I just said, the numbing behavior, um, just a lot of things, just always down in myself. Life ain't going to get no better. This is my life. Just, you know, putting that mental stuff you know, and not dealing with it, just layering it. Like I just said, just not, you know, dealing with it as it comes to me and I'm just ignoring it. Right. So this is my emotional response because I didn't know any better and I didn't have anybody to tell me any better. Right. So I dealt with it the best way that I knew how resentment. I was allowing my anger to pile up. People dying not knowing how to deal with the loss of loved ones, fear, worryation, waiting around every corner for, for a yes, you know, already made up in my mind that it was a no, uh, just, you know, just everything, guilt, regret, uh, insecurities, all this stuff I'm layering mentally onto my emotions and not dealing with it the way that I needed to deal with it. So you might say, well, where all the, where does that clutter come from, Jess? It, it comes, it doesn't just come overnight. It, it just didn't happen to me. This, this was a process, right? Because if it was just one layer, I would have been okay. But clutter d- doesn't just happen overnight. I, I gained this emotional and spiritual and mental clutter from facing stress and pressures of my life, things that I was going through. Um, events that took place in my life. This is what was causing the clutter. Okay. Even the continued pain of my past was causing the emotional clutter, losing sight of who I was. Uh, It's not easy. Okay. It's not easy to get overwhelmed. But when you do, when I do get overwhelmed, especially by life, and the responsibility uh, responsibilities that I had at that time, my God, it was hard for me. It was hard, but I knew that I had children that I had to see about, okay? I knew that I had to get, push myself through it. I had to declutter everything emotionally that was trying to attack me, okay? So I did, at sometimes I lost sight of myself, okay? And I knew that I wanted to be happy. I knew that I wanted my children to have a happy life. And I knew that I had to get the confidence that I needed. I knew I had to declutter my mind. I had to declutter my emotions, but I just didn't know how to do it. Uh, compulsiveness. I, I had a, sometimes when, when I say compulsive, sometimes I did have a compulsive uh, reaction and I would get a wimp of, of encouragement, a split of a second, and then boom, my mind it will fall right back into that clutter. And when I say clutter, let me, let me give y'all an example. You ever seen a pile of clothes and you can go wash your clothes and everything mixed in together. And you got all these clothes in a pile. And then here you got this, you got the, uh, 
go through the clothes. You got to put the colors over here. You got to put the whites over here. You got to put the jeans over here. You got to put the towels and rags over here. And then it seemed like you're trying to put everything together and you just never can get it together. And then you'll say, well, I'll come back and do it a little bit. Let me give you another example. You sweep it. You just sweeping your house, sweeping wherever you sweeping, and you just sweeping it in a pile. And every time you get ready to think that you're done with this pile, you see a little bit more dirt. Mm-hmm. Clutter. You see what I'm saying? You're just sweeping. You're sweeping. You're sweeping. And then you're just sweeping for days. And it's like, I just swept that, but you didn't get it all up. You're clu- it's cluttered. Emotional clutter. And that's what I'm just trying to give you a comparison of what it is, okay? Another thing with emotional uh, uh, clutter, looking for a savior, okay? We are the only ones who have the power to control or redirect the courses of our life. Failing to acknowledge this sometimes will leave you in the trenches, okay? And when I say this, I'm talking about when you're looking for somebody to save you and you have to save yourself. You are unable to acknowledge your own strengths and you look into somebody else to save you. Then you lose inside of who you are until there's nothing left of you. There's no value of who you are. You, you almost darn dissipate. You disappear because you're waiting for someone to do what only you could do. That, that was me. I, I, I'm looking for somebody else to help me. Remember I told y'all uh, that I went to my grandfather one time and I needed help paying a, 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 a bill. And, and my grandfather said, mm-mm, mm-mm, you got a husband. I can't help you no more. Looking for a savior to help me. Emotional clutter. Or the need to please people. Are you, are you that person that has a compulsive need to please others? I don't care if it's your family, your coworkers, friends, strangers, whoever. Sometimes when you have that emotional clutter, you have the need to please everybody but yourself. The more that you sacrifice yourself in the aid of servicing other people, then that's when you lose touch of who you are, especially if you lose in the authentic self. It's a fine line to tread, but it's important that you remember that Our needs, your needs, my needs are equally important as anybody else's needs. And that was me. Okay. This falls under emotional clutter. Not seeing about myself. Excuse me, you guys. Not taking care of myself. Need to please other people. Running from my pain. That is the most common reason that I found about myself living in this cluttered life, this emotional nightmare. It, it was a nightmare, okay, because I don't live like that no more. I'm still learning, but I don't live like that no more. Running from my pain. It was a nightmare. It was a nonstop marathon, okay? And I and I was I was almost running for my dear life in an effort to escape all the pain and the hurt, the traumas of my past, right? Sometimes it does continue to hurt me if I allow it to. But I I tend to not allow it to because I'm decluttering myself from it. I'm cutting, I'm severing ties with it. So we do anything that we can to bury those emotions away. And then what we do, we cover up memories. But 
they don't go away. They don't go away. But however, no matter how much, how much other stuff I got going on, I tend to bury it all together. Now, sometimes some people may say, well, it's not good to bury it. It's not good to, you know, cover it up. It's not good to run away from it. But when you have been through what I've been through and gone what, through what I've been through, and in order to get through my healing process, sometimes you have to, okay, walk away from it, okay? Because it will eat you up, especially with mental illness. When you have that mental illness and things are, are, are you're, you're trying to heal from being broken. And so you're running from your pain. And, and even when I used to go to the psychiatrist and I would sit with him and he would say, well, you know, either you can talk about it, we can talk about it, or you can throw it away. He said, but you can't have both of them. He said, because you're dwelling with both. He said, either you're going to have one or the other. So you have to choose. If you're going to choose to let it go, then we're going to let it go. And then we're going to go somewhere else because that means that you're, you're, you're trusting yourself to heal from it. Okay. So it depends on the person, on how you're able to dissect it and how you're able to heal from the pain, relying on comfort, getting too comfortable, uh, be it if, if it's a partnership or even family work, whatever, that's not a good thing either. Despite who you may think they are, when you get too comfortable, we let ourselves go. <laughs> and then you lose sight of, of the strength and, and, and who you are that give you that unique flavor of being who you are. The more you rely on people, um, it eases your comfort. Let me say that. The more you rely on other people, then you forget who you are. The more you find yourself filling up your life with other people's baggage, then that is the risk that we are taking, okay? Because you, you don't know what they got going on. But you are risking everything. It's like you're riding on cruise control when it comes to your life. Okay. And that's not good. And I had to learn that. Start relying on people and, and trying to get comfort in people when you got to get it in yourself. So stop relying on people. So the best way, and I hope I, I hope I'm giving it to you where you can understand it. The best way to declutter your life, we have to increase our happiness, okay? You don't have to live a life that's lost emotionally, okay? You don't have to allow your life to be emotionally cluttered. You can find your way back. You can find your joy. You can find your peace. You can find your happiness. You can find your fulfillment. You can find your focus. Okay. Just by simplifying and pursuing what you need to pursue for yourself and detaching those things that no longer serve you or me purpose. Okay. It's easy to do. I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm saying the wrong thing. It's not easy to do, but it's doable, okay? Because I'm doing it. And I know if I can do it, you can do it. Try to simplify your life, okay? Simplify certain things and areas of your life. Don't make your life more complicated than it has to be, all right? 
you don't have to stay connected to, to people uh, who um, aren't nice to you. Okay, let me say it that way. Who use you or otherwise go out their way to hurt you. Stop engaging in unnecessary activities that leave you upset and, and just start taking time to dig deeper into what you want and what you need for your life. This is your life. This is your life. You create what you need for your life. And then when you start creating it, then you can start sticking up for what you really want and stop allowing things to hurt you or take you out. Okay. Look for people in situations that don't stop looking for people. I'm sorry. In situations that cause you stress. Okay. It's time out for that. Don't make your life more complicated than it has to be. It's time to declutter emotionally. We getting too old to be around here with all these emotions. People are dying. You have to live a happy, prosperous life and then set limits around yourself. Okay. Saying no to certain things that you don't have time for. It's okay to say no. If you don't want to do it, it's okay to say no. A lot of people have a hard time with saying no. It's okay to say, no, I want you to practice saying, no, not today. Mm -mm. Just, mm -mm. I can't do it. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's one of the most important life skills that we can master as adults. Just say no. Turning down things that you don't feel equipped to, uh, uh, to cope with at this time or isn't being rude to nobody. It's just your, it's just your self-care. It's just you telling yourself, "Mm -mm, I'm strong enough to tell you no. If you learn to say no, I promise you, you will find um, that your perceptions change entirely. And before you, before you know it, right? No has become a positive trait in your life, not a negative trait. Turning down things that don't suit us makes us stronger, y'all. It makes our life more beautiful. I promise you a world of yes equals a world of exhaustion because every time you say yes, 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 half the time we don't mean it. So start saying no when it suits you and get that time and space you need when you need it, not when nobody else needs it. So set limits and pursue joy more often. Get back in touch with your passion and your pastimes and 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 just start tapping in to what you need to happen for your life. Pursue things that make you happy. Stop sacrificing yourself. Stop sacrificing yourself, okay? No one can give that to you, but you. You have to build it for yourself, okay? Period. Pursue joy and pursue your happiness. And then reconsider your friend list. I always talk about this, and I'm talking about emotional declutter. Reconsider your friend list. It's okay. Life is entirely too short to spend it with people who make you angry, who make you sad, or who make you feel like you don't matter. Okay. Get rid of them. Get rid of those people um, on your timeline who add more negativity to you than positivity. And then start surrounding yourself with people who inspire you, who have 
uh, good vibrations, good feelings, or, or those who otherwise push us to be better people. Uh, I want somebody that's going to make me better than I was yesterday. Okay. If you can't make me better than I was yesterday, then I don't have a need for you. And, and no disrespect. You don't owe anyone your time. You don't owe anyone your energy. You don't owe anyone no money or, or space. Stick up for yourself and find a new layer. Remember I just talked about that layer? Find a new layer of peace. And, and the way you do that, just start thinning out your friends list. It's okay to get rid of some people. They probably already got rid of you and you ain't even know it. <laughs> Excuse me, you guys. And then start spending time in the real world. Learn to appreciate being in the present moment. Understand the benefits that this life can bring you. Not, not the past, like this life. We're living our best life in Duval voice. Listen to your body and the messages that is, is trying to send you. Listen to your heart. Your heart will never, ever, ever fail you. What is your heart telling you? What is it telling you about your choices and the people you're surrounding yourself with? Start minimizing your social media time, Jessica, and the time that you spend distracting yourself or getting lost on social media. Drop the comparison game. <laughs> That's a heavy one. And start understanding that um, everyone, okay, has their own individual journey to go through. I can't go through your journey. You can't go through my journey. This is my life, okay? And I have to embrace my life. I have to embrace presence, my presence, and stop rushing uh, towards the future and embrace now. I'm running, running. And it's time out to stop running. Just, just be in the moment. And enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your, your moment because you only get that one, that moment one time, right? And after all, you, you will never be at this exact point again. We'll never be able to relive this, this point of our life. So enjoy it. Okay. And then check your emotional temperature. We're talking about emotional declutter. Start embracing your emotions and get used to facing up to them. Um, rather than bearing them, okay? Jessica, learn to be comfortable with your emotions. Learn to appreciate them for the value that they bring to your life. You were created by yourself. You're going to be here by yourself, and you're going to die by yourself. You can start this practice with just, just taking time out each day and getting with yourself. About 10 to 15 minutes, it's okay to be by yourself. You ain't always got to be up under somebody. Check your emotional temperature. Get a journal. Like I keep telling y'all, find a place where you can um, be, uh, be uh, uh, not be interrupted. About 10 to 15 minutes, that's all it takes. And close your eyes, right? And then take a few deep breaths. And when you do that, just center yourself in, this, in the middle of the room, mentally. And then start listening to yourself on how you're feeling. And then start writing down your emotions, okay? And start meditating, releasing those things that mean you no good, decluttering your emotions, and then get better, get better, get better. Stop holding on to things that no longer suit you, okay? Stop living um, to other people's ideals and start pursuing your own passions, 
move move away from people who make you feel small. Move away from situations and and the past hurts that that keep injuring you with no chance of resolving life. Our problem is we set limits for how we want to be treated, right? And then we decide how we want to feel emotionally. But our problem is you have to do it by yourself. And sometimes we don't know how to set these limits by ourselves. If you're going to set limits, set them on your own turf, in your own mind. If I'm setting a limit, I don't feel I need to tell you what my limit is. I'm setting this for myself. Okay. I got to tell myself and and talk to myself and practice what I preach because I want to be treated a certain type of way. And in order for me to do that, I have to decide that I want how I want to feel so that I can tell you how I need to be fed to feel emotionally. And then I become a master of who I am. And then I'm able to declutter my emotions, right? You can become a master of moving on, right? And stop letting uh, the work, worthless things like things that don't mean you no good hold you back from being who you are. We were meant to be great. We were meant to be powerful. We were meant to be creative. We were meant to be brilliant. We were meant to be phenomenal. Stop minimizing who you are. Start by just simplifying your life. Start breaking down the things that you really need. And then break down the things you don't need. And then cut out the past times. Cut out activities that you don't have to do. Uh, cut out relationships that make you miserable. Thing, uh, 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 things that uh, have let go of you and you have not let go of it. Things that are non-essential. Things and people drain you. Let that go. Say no more often. Stick up for yourself. Stick up for what you need. Pursue your joy. Pursue your happiness. Pursue your life. And then thin it all out. I'm talking about that friend list. Free your mind of people, especially people who bring more headache than they do support. Be present in your situation and start getting comfortable in this world. This world ain't going nowhere. It's a hard world. I keep telling y'all, but if we stick together, we'll get through it. But sometimes it's hard, especially when you got a lot of clutter. That's that emotional clutter. And if you don't know how to deal with it, it will take you out, especially those distractions, the ones that are very frail and and hollow and they creep up on you the ones that we have a tendency of holding on to start sitting with your emotions and get comfortable facing them regularly take your emotional temperature look in the mirror and tell yourself we we got to declutter ourselves today Jess we clutter our lives more often than not because we fear facing up to our feelings stop running from who you are. Stop. Stop running. Stop running from who you are. And stop running from from what you really want. And start becoming uh, a master of moving on uh, those things that are meant for you 
or the people that are meant for you and the places that are meant for you. The ones that no longer suit you, declutter it mentally because mental clutter causes stress and stress is ultimately the cause of illnesses. So instead of allowing it to do that, change the shoulds to coulds. Taking pressure off, having to get things done, make it your choice to do or not to do. Okay? The past gone, y'all. It can't be changed. Leave it there and put your energy into creating a better vision for you and your future. Get on. Set time aside so that you can complete tasks. And I'm talking about tasks that may clog our mind. Clearing those, uh, that mental list, right? Exchanging that worry uh, for you using your imagination so that you can create something worthwhile for you. Something that can inspire you. Stop worrying. Worry less. Worrying is a waste of energy. Focus on and speak about the good about you. (laughs) Speak good every day on yourself. Speak positive over yourself. Center out the bad. Center out the bad talks. Center out the bad vibes, okay? I know it's hard. It's going to take a lot of practice, but we will be able to do it because you will start loving who you are once you start seeing the change around you. And once you start allowing it to take effect, you will start feeling so much better. Let go of needing to be perfect. Nobody cares about being perfect anymore. It's not important. The only thing that is important is us living this life and getting through this life and decluttering emotional things that try to take us out okay let it go it's okay start relying on you and stop relying on other people thank you so much for allowing me to uh, bring you uh, just a little bit of my emotional clutter I gave it to you the best that I could um it's a big it's a big word but it's a word that I think most people don't ever talk about because I don't ever remember it being discussed um as as I grew up and it's something that um has been I've been dealing with for many many years and over the course of 30 something plus years if you can imagine I have put on layers of emotions and it just became clutter to me. But now I'm in a safe place where I can declutter who I am and what I am. 
And I wanted to share that with you guys. And if there's anybody else who is emotionally going through this, um, I advise you to seek out some help. Um, when I first um, talked about this um, uh, situation, I spoke with my psychiatrist almost about five years ago. Um, and he was the one that brought it to my attention because I had no idea about emotional clutter. Um, but if you're someone who is in need of it, I am not a psychiatrist. Um, I don't know how to get to the gist of it. So I, I encourage you to seek some type of help, help because emotional clutter can kill you because it is a mental um, disorder and it, it can become a mental um, disease. But um, I'm just speaking prosperity and life over everybody that you won't allow it to take you out because uh, we are here together. And as long as we are together, I keep telling y'all, we will get through this thing that we call life together. You can catch me here. I am weekdays. I start exactly at 5 a.m. I am on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Alexa, Kendall, SoundCloud. And I also have a website. It is www.justjust.com. Also, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Continue to like and subscribe. Now, listen, tell a friend that got a friend that already know a friend about the Just Just podcast, okay? Until then, I'll be back tomorrow with a different topic, all right? Y'all enjoy y'all Monday. It is uh, man, uh, Manic Monday, right? <laughs> you guys stay warm, and I am out. This has been a Morning Motivation Just Just podcast with Anchor FM. Tune in weekdays, Monday through Friday, starting at 5 a.m. for the Morning Motivation with Just Just.